podcast designed to provide program audio for all Journeymates ministries in our monthly community gatherings. As you transition into time with God, we invite you to slow down and rest. Our program includes 15 minutes of contemplative music, followed by guided silence, a reflection, and Lectio Divina. Throughout this time, you will notice intentional moments of silence. Our prayer is that you will allow yourself space to simply relax with God. May you become attentive to the presence of the Holy Spirit within and around you today.
Welcome to the February 2023 Journeymates podcast. As we move into this set apart time with God, allow your heart, mind, body, all of who you are to release into the strong embrace of your Savior. Receive the Comforter's steadfast, unconditional love. In this time of guided silence and prayer, you may notice times of distraction or dis-ease. If you do, gently return to God's presence with you. Trust the Good Shepherd to guide you. Receive this verse as your prayer of remembrance. Following the verse will be some extended time for silence and prayer. Release your soul into the trustworthy embrace of God, who reminds us in 2 Samuel, You, O Lord, are my lamp. The Lord illumines my darkness.
You are my lamp, Lord. You illumine my darkness.
Oh, Lord, you are my lamp. The Lord illumines my darkness. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Our topic is authenticity. Authenticity, being authentic, a bona fide original, can be easy for objects like dollar bills, but not too easy. I saw a sign in a store recently that read, due to counterfeiting, we no longer accept bills larger than 20s. It seems that 50s and 100s have a false self, a counterfeit. They can be inauthentic. The characteristics of an authentic U.S. dollar can be determined, but you must care enough to know what those characteristics are and be able to see the differences. Few of us care that much, and so counterfeit 50s and 100s apparently abound. Who cares? about you so much that they know what you're really like and still care? Who doesn't want to relate to you based on their needs, but on your needs? Being really known and really cared for is not a common experience now, nor was it in Nathaniel's day. In John chapter 1, verses 47 and 49, Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael responded, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. I wonder what it would be like to have Nathanael's honesty, no deceit, and live Nathaniel's finite life with its weaknesses, brokenness, and sin. Was he in the agony of facing that in himself while under the fig tree? What's it like for you when the weight of your inadequacies becomes too much, and there's no one who both knows enough or cares enough for you to be safe with? I hope that you have in your life a friend or two that is safe in that deep, intimate way. Friends like that point us to our friend, who is Christ the Lord, from whom this kind of care and love comes. Jacques Philippe describes this truth well in his book, Interior Freedom. The person God loves with the tenderness of a father, the person he wants to touch and to transform with his love, is not the person we'd like to be, or ought to be, it is the person we are. God doesn't love ideal persons or virtual beings. He loves actual, real people. He's not interested in saintly figures and stained glass windows, but in us, sinners. Being seen, known, and engaged with, loved, is profound and a profoundly freeing experience. It creates a strong sense of trust and safety. Jesus loved Nathaniel by revealing that he knew the real Nathaniel, who was unable to recognize Jesus. Authenticity is empowered, freed in us when we understand that God's love in Christ is paired with God's utterly thorough knowledge of us. We are freed, like Nathaniel, to own who we are and what we are like. Philippe in Interior Freedom goes on to write that our failure to accept our own weaknesses blocks the action of God's grace in our lives. I remember, even now some 25 years later, my own encounter with this truth. I'd been living as though I must not be finite, weak, or broken, 
as an executive vice president and chief operating officer, I must, of course, demonstrate that I was up to the job. So I worked hard at my counterfeit self, which resulted in both my exhaustion and blindness to my brokenness that others could see and too often suffered from. Reflecting for many days on Psalm 103, especially verses 13 and 14, changed my life. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. A Nathaniel moment for me, if you will. God is compassionate, knows my frame, who I really am remembers that I am dust, human, finite, weak, and broken. A significant sense of relief and relaxation began to move into me. God knows my limitations and my brokenness. Maybe it's okay for me to acknowledge them too, to become more authentic. Grace began to enter into my life in a fresh, new way. In journeymates language, we would call that experiencing an invitation from the Lord. And so it was, a gentle, perfect-for-me invitation. God's invitations are almost always gentle and always perfect for who and where we are on our journey. Becoming more authentic is a journey, a process. It is a key part of the transformational journey toward maturity in Christ. What makes it so hard to acknowledge our weakness and our brokenness? The scripture says, Take care, brothers and sisters, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed, We hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. That's from Hebrews 3, 12 through 15. The rebellion referred to here was a rebellion of unbelief in the love and goodness of God to lead the people of Israel to the promised land. Our journey and transformation is comparable. Our belief must also be in the love and goodness of God. Jesus' patient conversation with the woman at the well in John 4 is an example of her reluctance to become authentic, to acknowledge and to own the truth of her life, and is an example of Jesus' deep love for her that drew out the truth of her real life in such a way that she could own it without being crushed by it. Jesus initiated the conversation with the woman at the well. And with Nathaniel, Jesus takes the initiative with us. The scripture says in 1 John 4.19, We love because he first loved us. John also wrote in his gospel in chapter 13 that Jesus knew that the time had come to leave this world and to go to the Father. So, having loved his own who were in the world, he showed them the full extent of his love. Jesus washed the disciples' feet. He suffered arrest, denial by Peter, persecution, and the cross. He loved, but he went further in love. He did not leave us alone. He gave us another counselor to be with us forever, the spirit of truth. Our reality is this. We are made of dust, finite and also broken sinners. Brief glimpses of what we're really like are so very hard to stay with. We want to go away and prepare ourselves to come to God when we're ready. That's a natural and understandable response. It's been in our DNA since our forebears hid in the garden, attempting to cover up what they now knew. Authenticity came in the gentle seeking of the Lord who in the cool of the evening with questions like, Where are you? Who told you? What have you done? Yeah, we're prone to hide in deceitfulness, but we know we are loved. We know we are and can be forgiven. We know God has good for us, and we need not fear, 
Rather, we can fear not, for the one who loved us so profoundly knows us and is present with us in the person of God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus. So, in this Journey Mates February community time, we have an invitation. We're invited to become quiet, to listen, to be so loved that we can hear some truths about ourselves from the Lord who is gentle, and then sit with brothers and sisters in silence where we are safe and who will listen on our behalf, not to fix or advise, but to love and encourage with what they may receive from the Spirit of Jesus for you. Fear not. Believe. Become more of who you really are in the safe, gentle leading of God who understands that we are finite and broken. Amen. We'll take a few minutes to enter back into silence together. Prepare your body to receive the living word of God. Take a slow, deep breath in. Then slowly release your breath and any tension you notice in your body. Take another deep breath in. And then slowly release again. As we enter into the scriptures, using the practice of Lectio Divina, let the Holy Spirit guide you. The passage will be read four times, and each time a prompt will be offered that you may find helpful to consider in the silence that follows. In this first reading, open yourself up to God, simply noticing the words. Linger and allow them to enter your soul. Trust that these words hold God's care for you today. Hear the words from Psalm 32. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away. Through my groaning, all day long, for day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped, as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance.
In this second reading, listen for a word or phrase that stands out among the others. In the silence that follows, offer that word or phrase to the Lord. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped, as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance.
In this third reading, as you hear this passage again from the message, imagine yourself speaking these words. Notice any emotions that rise up within you. Be with the Lord in the silence that follows. Count yourself lucky. How happy you must be. You get a fresh start. Your slates wiped clean. Count yourself lucky. God holds nothing against you. And you're holding nothing back from him. When I kept it all inside, my bones turned to powder. My words became day-long groans. The pressure never let up. All the juices of my life dried up. Then I let it all out. I said, I'll come clean about my failures to God. Suddenly, the pressure was gone. My guilt dissolved. My sin disappeared. These things add up. Every one of us needs to pray. When all hell breaks loose and the dam bursts, we'll be on high ground, untouched. God's my island hideaway, keeps danger from the shore, throws garlands of hosannas around my neck. In this final reading, listen and rest in the presence of the one who loves you most. 
Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely, the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For additional information regarding the music or contributors for this month, we invite you to view the show notes in the episode description. Our theme music is by Wynn Reagan, and our podcast is produced and mixed by Dady Creative. Journeymates is a locally accessible Christian soul care and spiritual formation ministry, a nonprofit based in Raleigh, North Carolina. We open time and space to simply be with Jesus through Journeymates communities, retreats, and soul care training events. To learn more about Journeymates, visit us online at journeymates.org. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.